Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio and Voice America, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy. Because once you know better, you can do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. Now, on today's show, we're going to give you an opportunity to to kind of sit with why do secrets, trust and vulnerability happen in relationships and why is it so hard, Kim? And why do we have problems trusting each other and what do you do when you don't trust people that you're in a relationship with and what effect does that have? I think we're going to cover all of that today. Yeah, so this is all relationships. We're not just talking about marriage and infidelity here because there's trust issues in all of our relationships. So we're going to really knuckle down today and give you some insights and why is it so difficult to move forward? Uh, So what, Nicole, first of all, I want everybody who's listening to the show today to think about a relationship in their life where trust has been a factor. I think you'll get more out of the show today if you have something in mind. And probably all of us have either a a close, intimate relationship or even a friend or maybe a child. Mm. I've had a child that I had trust issues with. That's very common. So, so this can show up in lots of areas of our life. And what's so hard when, when trust gets broken in those relationships is it feels unsafe at that point, right? And, and there starts to be the suspicion and paranoia and always worried about whether I'm safe or I'm not safe. And do I know what's going on or am I going to look stupid or get hurt again? Or if it, is it going to happen again, particularly with betrayal, right? Oh, yeah. Now, is it going to happen again? And that can create a lot of suspicious and paranoid behaviors like checking people's phones or social media accounts. And, and sometimes you find yourself thinking, why am I even thinking about doing that? Right? This is not normal for someone to want to do that. Well, it is if your trust has been broken. Now, the interesting thing is I've, I've had a client recently that was having a lot of fear around a, a spouse um, cheating and and he was open that she's never given him any sign. There's never been anything in the past that would make him think she would, but yet that trust issue is still showing up. So it's not even necessarily because they have actually been dishonest or cheated. Sometimes it can be a fear issue that's just starting inside of ourselves. Yeah. And so we've explored in our other shows and it's relevant again today that when we are in any kind of fear state or any unbalanced state, we have bad relationship behavior. And really that's that's the whole message behind behind Relationship Radio is to actually teach people the difference between living in a fear state and living in a trust and love state. So that's when you have good relationship behavior or bad relationship behavior. And so in order to understand what that is uniquely meaning for you, we actually have a 12-shape relationship survey on our on our website, 12shapes.com, because there's actually 12 different types of people in the world and they all deal with these issues of secrets, trust, betrayal differently. Absolutely. And and Nicole, we've talked in depth on a couple of our other shows about the balanced and imbalanced state, but I think it would probably serve our listeners just to remind them what we're talking about. We make human behavior so simple because there are only two states you can be in. In every minute of every day, you're either in a fear state 
And that could be fear about yourself being not good enough, or it could be fear around losing someone you love or having bad things happen. Anything that causes stress and worry puts us in a fear state. And the problem with a fear state, the reason we call it unbalanced, is in that place you're overly focused on yourself and protecting you. And you're really not capable of showing up with love at the level that you can when you're in a balanced state. So we talk a lot about a balanced state being a place of trust and love. Trust being the place where you are safe. And because you feel safe and you're not worried about yourself, you actually are capable of really showing up for other people. And I know you would probably say that some of the shapes have... uh, more are more likely to have trust issues than some of the others? Yeah, definitely. So rectangles, squares, crosses, octagons, and rhombuses really struggle when it comes to trust and forgiveness, right? And those two are often a bit of a a hefty seesaw, right? We either forgive because we're in a place of trust and love, or then we get betrayed again, and then we have trust broken, which throws us into that unbalanced state. So those shapes seem to have to learn these lessons because that's really what it is. Everything in our life is here to serve us in some way, enable us to grow and learn more about ourselves and others. And so it's it's not that these these uh, people who are, are of this shape um, struggle more. It's more that there's more learning for them to be done there, right? Mm. And and did. Did you say diamonds too? I would say diamonds yeah. kind of struggle with loss and, and trust issues. So, yeah, we really do want everybody to go take the 12 Shapes Relationship Survey on our website so you know your shape. But the reality is that any of us in any relationship, when we feel betrayal has happened, when someone has either lied to us or we found that they've been hiding things or keeping secrets, that trust gets broken and that fear comes in and talk a little bit about some of the different bad relationship behaviors that show up the way we start behaving when that's happened and we don't trust someone yeah so what it can look like is is different for different people but some examples are pulling away and shutting down Oh, that's ours, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's arrows. that's the arrows, right? That's the one that's super familiar for us. We is run. that we just we run in that moment. You know what? This is yeah. too hard. It's never going to work. We have quite a pessimistic attitude, and really, all of that bad relationship behavior is mostly about survival, right? It's it's I'm hurt, and I don't want to be hurt anymore. There's almost a self preservation in that bad relationship behavior. Um, other uh, shapes. Uh, they keep score. So rectangles and squares and diamonds do a really good job of this. And that is that they... Rhombuses. Oh, and rhombuses, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so they they keep a score, which is right, kind of tit for tat. Well, you did that to me and therefore I can... I'm totally justified in doing that for you or, you know, last 4th of July, you didn't take the bins out, (laughs) you know. That kind of holding onto the grudge or that scorekeeping. Now, there's some of them like octagons and crosses. They do a lot of bad relationship behavior around trust with snooping around they they have a lot of suspicious yeah and so that can be hard if that person is really trying to earn trust again and no matter what they do it's not enough because there's this underlying suspicion it's almost like they're ready to be mistreated again um sometimes it can just be, be and this is all of the shapes we just get um a little offended we're kind of at any moment in time, ready to be taken from. Isn't it? We, we've described it before as a mistreatment lens. It's almost like they're wearing a pair of glasses where they see mistreatment everywhere they look, even when it's really not there. But it's all perspective. And, and so they'll see it 
more yeah. commonly? So if you are in a situation where you've experienced issues with trust being broken or mistreatment or betrayal, perhaps you were the one that did it as well. It's not always you being the one who had that inflicted upon you. It's super important for you to understand the dynamics involved in how to actually move forward from these things because this mistreatment or loss lens can often be the state that you continue to live in even after the event. Right. Okay. So we've got so many answers around this that we want to talk about today. Uh, I wanted to start the show and talk a little bit about love and trust. And I wrote an article, it's actually been a couple years ago, where we talked about what love really looks like, what the opposite of love looks like, and then we described the near enemy of love. And and so let me explain what that means. Um, Love is obviously caring about the welfare of another person more than you do your own, wanting them to have joy, security, peace, without strings, not looking for what you're going to get in return, but when you really care about their welfare. And that's why when we're in a state of fear, we're focused on our own welfare too much, and so we're not capable of love. So the far enemy of love would really be hatred and where you you actually wish bad on someone. Mm. And there's very few of us that get into that state. That's not as common. I mean, you would have to really treat me bad before I get to a place of hatred and cruelty towards you. The near enemy from love is the one that we have to worry about. And this is really a place of being overly attached to a degree where it's actually fear motivated your desire to be with and be around this person that you love. It comes from your fear of being abandoned. So that's almost neediness, clinging behavior, right? Absolutely. It's kind of codependent, right? And, and that's a behavior that a lot of people actually think is love, but it can't really be love if it's fear motivated, if it's driven by your fears that you're not enough and your need for validation for another person. And and so it might be interesting for our listeners to sit back for a minute and look at some of the nice, loving things you do for people in your life and, and just double check yourself that it's truly love motivated and that it isn't about your neediness and your need for validation or something back and then if you don't get that, you're bent out of shape and, and angry at the person. I, I think we see that dynamic in a lot of relationships, don't you? We do. Well, the terminology we use for that is misaligned expectations, right? So there's these hidden contracts that happen that say, if I'm going to do this for you, you're going to do something for me. But we don't often tell them that that's what we're expecting. No, that's why they're hidden, right? And, we, and a lot of the time, the clients we work with don't even know that they have had their own projection in that. They don't even know that they do it. Not consciously aware of it anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, let's let's finish out the segment for a minute. T- talk a little bit more about those unhealthy attachments that become a, a codependency a little bit. Because I, I think we see that in relationships with our children too often where we, we love them, but it's almost a little bit conditional because we've got these things we need to get back that are all about us and not about them. Yeah, and the other way is that when we fall in love with someone's potential instead of what they really are, because again, we're expecting something that's not real. So there's, it's interesting to look at these hidden contracts that we have in every relationship in our life because nothing we do is truly only about showing up for someone. We always have to have some kind of reciprocation. So what kind of reciprocation are you expecting in your relationships? That's an interesting one to think about. 
you know, we're going to we're going to get in a little bit to forgiveness, especially for betrayals and that kind of thing today. And and I think it's powerful for us to remember that most people, when they make bad choices like that, it isn't about you. No, no one's trying to intentionally hurt you. It's them being an unbalanced state that's creating unbalanced and bad relationship behavior. So they're making choices that a lot of times they're self-medicating their own pain. They're dealing with their own issues and they're dealing with them in an unhealthy way because they're in a fierce state. But we take that so personally. And and is that that likelihood of taking it so personally more likely to happen when you're actually in a codependent state, not a true love state where you're in a more selfish place. Yeah. And then the choices that you have in that moment, are you actually going to continue to be in the same vicious circle of unbalanced behavior and then things don't move forward? Or are you going to take ownership at that point and say, okay, I have unbalanced and unhealthy relationship behavior. I might have some codependence. I might be having some un, um, undiscussed hidden contracts and am I willing to take ownership for that instead of being offended? Okay, so we've thrown out a lot of stuff in this first segment. We want everybody to kind of sit back with it. We've probably tossed out a few things that sound a little bit familiar to you. And that's where we wanted to go this first segment of the show. We kind of want you to at least pick out what some of the trust issues going on in some of your relationships are with certain people. And then when we get back from the break, we're going to start getting into some solutions for repairing and creating healthy, loving relationships. Yeah, so stay with us. You're with here with Nicole and Kim here on Relationship Radio on Voice America. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. 
follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back to Relationship Radio. You're here with Nicole and Kim. And today we're talking secrets, trust, and vulnerability in relationships. Now, this is all of our relationships. This isn't just marriage. This might be children. This might be co-workers. This might be family. I really feel like, Kim, we need to talk about forgiveness for a minute, though. Absolutely. And and let us also say, you know, it, it's hard when we write an article or we do a show on a topic to cover everybody's situation that they're in. Mm. And I know, you know, we talk about forgiving a spouse or a child or someone who's betrayed our trust. There's probably people out there who are in an abusive situation. And I, I in one of our recent articles, we had a commenter uh, write us in and say, wait a minute, you sound like you're saying st- stay and forgive and let this person continue to treat me bad. And that's never what we're recommending at all. If you're in a situation where you're you're being abused or your trust is being consistently betrayed all the time and there's no effort to repair that, we don't recommend you stay in that relationship, but we recommend that you get out in a state of love for yourself and what's healthy and right for you, not in a state of fear and running away or or punishing or hurting the other person. We still want to get out and be in a forgiving place. So what does forgiveness really mean? Because it, it definitely doesn't mean you're going to necessarily stay in the relationship. I think it's more about how much suffering you're going to continue to hold on to about that betrayal. And that's the part that is completely in your control. And we actually did an article that's on uh, KSL or was on KSL this last Monday And it'll be on our blog, too, about not letting offenses cause so much suffering in your life. And that could be a good one for a lot of people to to listen to. And last week's show, we actually focused on forgiveness being the key to let go. So if you haven't listened to that, you want to listen to last week's Relationship Radio. What's critical as you're saying this to me is that whether you stay or you go, forgiveness is part of moving forward, right? And and really, Relationship Radio is all about seeing things accurately because when you see the dynamics that are in play with accuracy, you can make a choice about how you're going to respond. And that's really what you're saying there is that you get to choose how much suffering you're in, but you can't do better until you know better. Right. And, and really, I think one of the the tricks that we use in our coaching to help people forgive easier is all about seeing it accurately, seeing that the bad behavior in other people is usually about them and not about you. That helps a lot. We also talk a lot about seeing everything that happens in our journey as our perfect classroom. And the more that you get into trust with the universe, that any situation that shows up in your life is there to serve you, to grow you, to grow your spouse or your children and what, what, whatever lessons they need, 
the more that you see these situations this way, forgiveness becomes a lot easier. Have you found that? Yeah, definitely. But I have to tell you, it's not people's first response. Like even that email we received this morning from that woman whose husband has a a really extensive pornography addiction and it's become unhealthy for for her to be in that relationship. In that moment, we're not always open to the growth, are we? (laughs) Yeah, right. We're we and and let's just say that's okay to go through some grief yeah. stages with this and be angry and 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 that's normal processing of of that emotion, but eventually we've got to get to a place where we're going to process it in a healthy way. Yeah. And but we have to learn how to do that in a healthy way. And this is why the 12 shape relationship system is so critical because you'll understand for yourself what those two states look like, the fear state or the trust and love state and what behaviors are attached to that. So if you haven't worked out your shape yet, you want to get onto 12shapes.com. Now, let's get into some real to-dos. What do you do if you've been in a situation where your trust is broken? Where do you move forward? How do you start? Okay, so I'm going to talk uh, about it from a parent viewpoint for for a minute because I had an experience with one of my children who um, basically had some drug abuse problems, and there was a lot of lying to my face about what was going on, and and I can remember one day pleading with my child to tell me the truth, and he said, "Mom, I will if if you can handle the truth." Oh wow. I bet that stabbed you right uh, in the heart. Well, but but I realized, yeah, I I've got to be able to handle it from a place of love and not fear. And frankly, every interaction I'd been having with that child was coming from fear. And I I had to step back and recognize what a love response to them looked like. Now, we're not talking about not being a parent or excusing the behavior Absolutely or getting them not. off the hook, not at all. But I had to be in trust that for some reason, my son was signing himself up for this journey and these classes, and he was right where he's supposed to be. And this was an amazing lesson for me also. And so I I had to kind of set the fear aside so that my focus on every conversation could be one of encouragement and telling him I believe in him. And I know he's, he's a great kid. And I decided... Every interaction I had was going to be building him up and reminding him what a smart, capable, good person he was, that I believed in him, that he had it, had it in him to be to just do great in life. And the more that we can come from that positive place with this person whose behavior has been negative, we're more likely to get, we're more likely to see change than if you come negative, don't you think? Now, again, that's not my first instinct. Okay, and even if we take it out of that parent example, if it's if it's my spouse or if it's a family member that's betrayed trust, I want to get in there and I want to tell them what they did and I want to tell them why it's wrong and why they shouldn't have done it. I want to step into a place of authority and make them wrong because I feel totally justified to do that. Right. But that's unbalanced and fear based, unhealthy relationship behavior. And the problem is when you respond that way, it actually makes somebody pull away from you more. And sometimes it makes them dig in to the bad behavior even deeper and insist that they have the right to behave that way. It doesn't encourage change. It doesn't make them go, oh, okay, you're right. I need to be 
the way you say it kind of makes them dig into the bad. So I think it backfires on us. Yeah. So we we have terminology for this in our coaching program, and that is this parent-child dynamic. So this happens whenever I'm being scolded or spoken down to. So sometimes this looks like a parent-child, but sometimes this can be two adults or two teenagers where one person gets on their high horse and is all self-righteous and mighty and says, you should, right, and talks down to the other person. Now, that's one of the most damaging things we can do because that breaks further trust and sincerity. It's not authentic. It feels incredibly intimidating. I'm more likely to be offended and, and become defensive. So we, this is not how we resolve trust, right? We need to go to what we call an adult adult where I see that they have the same value. Yes, they've hurt me. They've betrayed me. They've, there's been some trust issues. But you know what? I'm, I'm just as likely of, of having my own bad relationship behavior and done it another time in my life. Yeah, you may not have done what they have done, but you've done other things. And one of the core principles of the 12 Shapes program is that all human beings have the same exact intrinsic worth and that you can't be better or, or worse or less than any other human being. And if you truly see it that way and you talk to every person as an equal peer, you'll be in that adult-adult dynamic. Problem is that our egos really like to judge other people. And so I want everybody, again, to kind of look at some of your relationships right now, and especially the ones where trust is a factor. Who takes the parent role in those relationships and talks down to someone else? Is it you? Do you? And and I have to admit, even with a teenager, uh, the thing with teenagers is they actually think they're as smart as us. They do. They actually might think they're smarter than us. So when we talk down to them like they're stupid or a little kid, they get really offended and it breaks the connection and we actually have less influence than if we would see them as a peer and talk to them the way I would talk to you. And sometimes I have to do that when my teenager's done something and I think, okay, if Nicole did that, how would I talk to her about this? And I would be so much more respectful than I normally am to my teenager. So you're right. Where in your world are you talking down to other people and is that creating more distrust and a, and a wedge in the relationship? And the good thing is, is that just by you adjusting your dynamic, you can actually influence the dynamic of that entire exchange, the dialogue, the communication. So this is something that even if you're feeling hard done by or you've got that mistreatment filter, this is something you can do. Absolutely. So we want you to keep this in mind. Every interaction that you have with the person that you've got some trust issues, remember that you've got the same intrinsic worth and and talk to them as an equal peer. And I know that at some level, they may not deserve it. And that's when it gets hard, right? But this is part of what forgiveness and seeing the situation accurately is really about. And we want to interact in a way that's effective, right? And and it's not effective when we talk down to people. Yeah. Okay. So we've got to go to the break. Nicole, really quick before we do that, I just want to thank our sponsor, Now CFO, again. We are so fortunate to have them not only as the sponsor of our radio show, but also as our accountants and our CFO team. Uh, when, when we first merged our companies, our accounting was a little bit of a disaster. I'm the first to admit. And they saved us coming in going through all of our books, getting us all balanced, and they've been taking care of us ever since. Anybody out there who's got a business, large or small, 
who needs some additional accounting help, we highly, highly recommend Now CFO. You got to get in touch with them. Yeah, they're awesome. So you can learn more about them at nowcfo.com. Okay, time is not being kind to us today. We've got so much we want to talk about, uh, but we're going to take a break. And after uh, we get back, we're going to dive into more to-dos. What can you actually do to help heal your side of secrets, trust, betrayal? And, and, and how do we be vulnerable in these relationships so we can move forward? So you're with Kim and Nicole on Relationship Radio here on Voice America. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book, called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department, which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back to Relationship Radio. You're here with Nicole and Kim. Today we're talking secrets, trust, betrayal, and vulnerability in relationships. Now, we've got into a little piece here just as we're finishing off with the vulnerability, and I want to start there as we go into this next segment. Now, if you're in a cycle where this isn't the first time this has happened, right? You've experienced... Your trust has been betrayed before. Before, and, and you're thinking to yourself, goodness me, I'm finding myself here again. And it might be a completely different set of circumstances and timing, or it might be the same 
person or the same situation, there's a part of you, I think, in that moment, and we see this with clients all the time, I've experienced it myself, where we think, goodness me, how am I allowing this to happen? At what point am I going to learn this lesson, right? Now, that place is a really big place of vulnerability, and vulnerability is doesn't feel good. That's when we feel unsafe, and that's often when we, we get stuck, right? We're unable to do the work to shift us out of it. So, we want to talk a little bit about what do you do in these repetitive cycles of, of betrayal or broken trust? Because if that's continuing to happen for you, then there's, there's a piece that you're not getting, right? So, within that, it's, it's really about measuring progress, okay? Because you can forgive and you can trust again. And every time you sit in vulnerability, you're ripping your heart open again to, to go in and, and, and try again. But if you're actually not seeing quantifiable proof of change, you're really setting yourself up for failure. And, and this is what we see a lot with cycles of abuse, Kim. Yeah, so we're talking about um, how, how long do we keep forgiving and, and stick in there and, and keep the relationship going if trust is betrayed over and over and over again. And I always tell my clients, Nicole, if if I can see real action happening, and one of the most important things that I would want to see is somebody getting some help, professional help and learning some new tools and skills to manage themselves in their lives. There's a reason that they keep betraying trust, and it, it is there. It's about them. Yeah. It's about what's going on and inside them. And they've got to do that work, right? They've got to do that work. Until they do that work, this cycle will be the only cycle they're in because it's the only cycle they know. Right. And so until they lear- learn better, they can't do better, like we always say at the beginning of the show. Um, so, so those are the kind of things I want to see action happening, not just promises that things will be different. Yeah. That's not enough. That's a big one for me, having worked so much with people who have experienced a lot of trauma and, you know, a lot of really heavy stuff that people have gone through and they could grow out of it. But if they're setting themselves up for failure because they're believing what's coming out of that other person's mouth instead of seeing the change with their actions, that's really, uh, that's a line that we teach people in coaching, right? You don't just buy into the words and the promises of I'll do better. And if I I could do better, I would do better. We hear all of that stuff. What's quantifiable that's going to be consistent action and deeds that's actually going to create that change? Now, Nicole, there's two states that you can hold someone accountable and look at whether progress is actually happening in actions from. I mean, we can do this from a fear state and it's still going to have a lot of that fear, defensive energy in it. And it's it's not going to be from a place of forgiveness. Or we can come from a place of clarity where we see the situation accurately. We get it. We know that our safety is actually... The, the source of that will never lie in another person, mm. right? And You're that's only not responsible place. for that, right? Right. And I think a lot of times we sort of hand that power over to other people and we've got to take it back. We've got to know that it's God and the universe that makes us safe. It's our own abilities and, and know-how and that this relationship with someone else can't take away from our journey or ruin our life any more than is our perfect classroom to experience. So I've got to really get in trust that I'm okay and that I'm safe as I, in a loving way, ask for proof of change so that I can see that we're moving in a direction that would make the relationship more healthy. Yeah. The other dynamic that we see in 
in a lot of our coaching clients where there has been specifically betrayal or, or trust issues is that if somebody is really making good inroads and changing their actions and their behaviors, don't be the scorekeeper to say, oh, that's not enough or, you know, keep going and maybe in a few months, right? Always be in a place where if you can see that genuine effort and, and they're earning your trust back, give it freely. Holding on to that grudge. So make sure you validate them. Yeah. Holding on to that grudge only continues that same cycle. So give that gift of validation and, and appreciation for all of that effort. Because sometimes because you feel so justified and taken from, you might have a really high bar that you're g- making them jump over, right? And jump through hoops to earn that trust. So that's always a good question to ask yourself as well. What will that person have to do to make this all okay? And is that realistic or not? Mm, I love that. Okay. So um, I would also say, even if they aren't necessarily making a lot of progress, I still love what I did with my son telling him, I believe in you, you can do this. Now, again, that doesn't mean I trust them yet. But encouragement goes a long way to push someone in the direction of better behavior. I found. So there's actually some interesting statistics with that with um, coaches, therapists, and social workers that if they believe in their client, then statistically their clients actually do better. So we all respond to hope, right? We all respond to that positivity and validation. So don't give it sparingly. You know, load it over everybody and just, you know, invest that into your relationships because people undoubtedly do meet those expectations because they want to please you on some level. They do. It really works. Okay. So, Nicole, I want to jump into some things that you can do to make your relationships more healthy. And again, we're talking about any relationship you have, especially an intimate relationship, but this these would apply to everybody. The first thing I recommend everybody does if they want to have healthier relationships is work on your own self-esteem issues. Your fears of failure that make you needy for validation and attention, that make you clingy to other people, that often encourage you to make other people responsible for your self-esteem, all of that behavior is so damaging in our relationships. So do some work yourself Find a coach or a counselor, someone who can help you to get more rock solid about your value, to know who you are and what you want in your life. The healthier you become, the more likely the relationship will be healthy. For sure. The second thing we encourage people to do is to work out what shape you are. Because if you know yourself that intimately, what your fear state looks like, what your trust and love state looks like, what are your cycles of repetitive, bad relationship behavior, you can be accountable for those. You know where to start. So many people with complex circumstances in you know, marital relationships and family and teenagers, they come to us and say, but how can this get any better? Because that person's not willing to do any work and they're not willing to come and talk to anybody. Well, guess what? You're 50% of it. And when you know you're 50%, so much can change. Okay. And then the third thing we want you to figure out is the shape of this other person in your life, your spouse or your child. Because I tell you, it is a whole different ball game when you understand their shape and you can understand what, what motivates them, what they value, what their biggest fears are. You understand how they tick. And it's a game changer. 
people say to us all the time, I wish my kids came with an instruction book. And I feel like our 12-shape relationship system is, it's a behavioral pattern guide, right? And we've got our book, um, the People Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's on our website, 12shapes.com. It literally is like the handbook. I can't imagine parenting without it. I can't. No, no, me either, for sure. It's it's so, so valuable. And I want to talk for a minute about my my spouse or partner, whoever I'm in an intimate relationship with, when you know their shape, you know their love language, but even it, it even goes beyond what the normal love language is. I mean, you know what they value most. You know the kind of validation they need to make them feel safe. You also understand their core fear. And if you understand their core fear, you know how to be the cure to that on some level in that relationship. And when my partner becomes the cure to my core fear, I am so in love with them (laughs) and it is a fantastic relationship. So that is incredible and valuable information for everybody to know. Yeah. Just spend a bit more time explaining be the cure to your partner's fear because that's a really new principle for people right? Is that if you want that that relationship, you want to feel safe, you want to feel connected, you want to feel understood. Now, our fears are what create all this space and misinterpretation and bad relationship behavior in those relationships. So, knowing how to be the cure, explain a little bit more about that. Okay. So, let me use me as an example. Yeah. I'm an arrow. And as an arrow, I have a core fear of failure of not being good enough. So, I do really love validation that, that I have worth, but because my core value is actually getting things done, my tasks, the things I do, my partner has figured out that the kind of validation that works best for me isn't, you're so beautiful. I don't really care what I look like. I really don't. I don't take the time to invest in that. I care about what I do. So if he will validate how amazing I did on projects and how smart I am and how well I'm doing at work, those are the validations that mean the most to me. I mean, when you explained this to him a while back, it was like uh, it just completely shifted so many things in my relationship. Whereas if you are married to a star, then commenting on how beautiful they look and their outfits and their sense of fashion is going to totally feed their value, right? They're going to feel totally filled up. So this is where the intricacies of the 12 shapes really show you how to change even your validation and your compliments. Absolutely. Okay. So um, one more that we want to throw out there is the, the checking up the, you know, we all have that when trust has been broken, this desire to spy on the person that we don't trust, right? We want to check their phone. We're going to stalk them on social media. We want to figure out what they're doing. And in the end, what you're really doing is you're bringing fear and distrust into the relationship even more. And so I really have been a believer, Nicole, that it's better for you to trust them and let them blow it if they're going to blow it. And if that happens, the bad is on them then you being the distrustful one and bringing all this fear and suspicion into the relationship day after day after day, I guarantee the relationship's not going to work and it's going to be kind of your bad. Because you add fuel to that fire. fuel to the fire. So a lot of people say, oh, well, sitting back and just trusting, I could get hurt. And and you're right. But the reality is that's always there in every, every moment relationship of life. Every relationship has that risk. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Okay, we've got to take another break, but we'll be back. Uh, You're with Relationship Radio here on Voice America. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department, which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back to Relationship Radio here on Voice America. You're here with Nicole and Kim, and we're talking about trust issues today. And and all of the the suspicion, the checking up on your spouse, and, and how to have actually a healthy relationship where you can rebuild some trust. So, Nicole, you mentioned in one of the earlier segments something about the hidden agreements that we come into relationships with that we don't even tell our spouse are part of our contract, but we still have these expectations that often cause the, dis- the disappointment to show up. Will you talk some more about that? Yeah. So this is, this is an interesting thing because every single one of us is in the relationships we're in for our own selfish need. Now that's hard. That's hard to accept because we want to say, oh, no, I'm totally in this for you. And I'm here to show up and make you feel secure and give you self-esteem and confidence. But it's not. In every relationship in our life, there is something that we're wanting to receive. So you mean we got into this relationship 
thinking I need this yeah. and I'm expecting this person to give me that because that's why I'm here. Yeah. So you can look at that and say, well, that's a selfish need. Or you can actually be honest and go, yeah, why am I in this? What made me choose you? Why is it and, and that we're having issues? What is it that I'm not getting from you that I expected I would? Okay. So can we give our listeners some examples of what those things might be? Yeah. So a sense of, of security. A sense of, I, I need more fun. You're a fun person. I, I, I want to be with you because I need more fun in my life. Security is a really, really big big one, particularly with marital relationships. So you're, you're in the one who's responsible for my security and my safety. So, and how about affection and maybe our intimate needs met? Yeah. I think a lot of people go into relationships looking for that. Yeah. Also commitment. Some of us have a, a really big hidden contract around commitment. So then if we do experience betrayal of trust, it's massive because we're like, right, this is it. I've signed up for the rest of my life and I'm done now, right? This is the relationship I'm going to be in. So there's an expectation. Now, not all these expectations are unhealthy. Not all of them um, are unrealistic either, but we have to be accountable for what it is that we believe we should receive because if we we don't receive those, that's when we start feeling resentful. And so these hidden contracts are often what creates resentment, creates disconnection because that person's not fulfilling their end of the bargain. So one of the um, the things that we do with our coaching clients is we actually sit down and go, well, what made you get into this relationship and what do you expect from them in return for your love? Now, I think a lot of us obviously expect loyalty. I expected this person to have my back I expected this person to be on my side and and only my, you know, show up for me as the number one. And I, I, I'm starting to realize as I'm hearing you talk about this that we may go in with that expectation, but we often haven't voiced that. That isn't something that we're consciously aware of, but we just subconsciously expected it. Yeah, some of the ones that I've had in my previous relationships is that you would absolutely support me in my career, bar none, and you would agree with everything that I talk about, right? And you would absolutely hold the same dreams for me to be able to retire in Greece one day. And like, it can be that superficial. And then it's not until you actually say, whoa, we have a different level of alignment with some of these things. And so we need to start looking at compromises. So again, not all of these are unhealthy or bad, but really this is about us being more accountable. So if you can write down what is it that you believe you have as, as set as the expectations and therefore if they're not met how mistreated and how taken from do you feel because if you can communicate that and and also get that person to say actually well I expected that you were going to carry me in this relationship and be responsible for my happiness and I'm now realizing when you're not doing it I'm a little irritated. That's then an opportunity for us to have new dialogue and go, yeah, well, I didn't realize that I was responsible for your happiness and totally I didn't take that on. Yeah, or responsible for your self-esteem. Yeah. Now, you and I have written a couple articles on our blog about what we consider the biggest poison in our relationships and it's disappointment. Mm. And that is exactly what you're talking about today is that's what happens when these hidden contracts aren't fulfilled is I start to become disappointed in this person that I married. And it's a fear of loss issue with me if I'm the one who is disappointed. But boy, when the other person starts to feel that they they have disappointed, triggers fear of failure terribly. And I've seen relationships completely ripped apart. 
I've even seen situations where people have come in for coaching and couples have said to us, but that person betrayed my trust. There was actually no real betrayal. It was just that they were disappointed. So sometimes broken trust can just feel like disappointment, right? So sometimes they can be lumped into one category. So what does somebody do, Nicole, if they recognize this has been going on in my relationship? We both had expectations that haven't been filled. And so there's resentment and now there's distrust. What else can they do? So the main thing is to love through it, to say, I'm sorry that I placed that upon you. I'm absolutely only responsible for my 50%, but that includes my happiness, my safety, my security. You're here to enhance me, make my life better. But you and I are individual people and we're on on two separate paths, but we come together because it's better together. So we're here to enhance, not fulfill. And that's that's a really important, you know, Distinction. distinction there is that we're we're here to make each other better, but not to necessarily fulfill each other. Okay, so I I've worded it a little bit different that we want each other, we don't need each other. Yeah, that's and, so powerful, right? And that is a healthy relationship where if I'm needy because I need you to fill this empty part of me, it's not going to be a truly healthy relationship. We need to know that we're both okay on our own, but that we want to be together. We do. So life is better. So part of what you said about being responsible for self-esteem is that if you've experienced that betrayal or trust issue, you expect them to make some amends on there and to put some effort in on their side to earn your trust back. But you have work to do in the, in the same way and at the same time, which is I'm going to take responsibility for my happiness and for me being the best that I can be so I, I can be the best for us right? So don't just sit there in a place and go, right, well, until you get all your stuff sorted, um, I'll be here, (laughs) right? You've got work to do at the same time. So one of the biggest things that we recommend to every couple that's struggling with this stuff is to bring in some professional help. We have seen so many couples put that off and try to deal with this on their own for years and years and years. And the suffering goes on so much longer than it needs to. We're bringing in some professional help. You, you will not believe how quickly you can cut through all of what looks murky and impossible to solve and, and simplify it. And it's actually easier to fix than most people realize, especially, I think, with the 12 shape system. Definitely. The objectivity that comes from a third person and the knowledge that comes from understanding each shape really helps you see things with clarity. Look at the behaviors instead of all of the emotion, which is just offense and pain. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so besides um, bringing in some professional help, other things we do recommend is a, a lot of validation and encouragement for each other and looking for the good and not always looking for the bad in each other. I mean, you find what you look for. It's so true. Right? It's so true. And be patient with the process because no, none of these things are resolved with a snap of the finger. So both of you need to grow together to greater connection, greater love, of and, and and these things can really strengthen relationships. They they can sometimes be the greatest gift if you're patient and if you validate and love through it. And often a relationship that is unhealthy requires being kind of ripped apart so that you can put it back together the way it should be in a and have it be way better than it ever was before because you're going to get both of you healthy first. Yeah, this right? this entire mission and vision of Relationship Radio is, is about happy, healthy relationships because we just see so many people who are stuck in these same vicious, painful cycles and there's so much suffering. Absolutely. So uh, a couple things 
at the end here, as we, we, we've been talking a lot about the 12 Shapes system today, and we don't want the show to just be a commercial for the 12 Shapes, but the, the reality is that for any help to really help you, it's got to be simple and easy. And I have to tell you, that's the reason that I just think the 12 Shapes is so important for all of us is because it makes it so easy to understand each other. And especially when there's been trust issues, the reason that betrayal happened is a fear issue in that person. And when we understand the fear that is underlying it, that drives their behavior, and, and I can go back for a second to, to my son, I was able to recognize that a lot of the drug abuse was actually self-medicating because of a lot of fear of not being good enough. And so as soon as I could see it accurately for what it is and understand his core fear, we knew what he needed. We knew the exact kind of help to bring in. And you can show love and compassion through that when you understand. So it's so important that you understand what's driving behavior instead of just being in reaction to that hate behavior because it's hard to love bad behavior unbalanced fearful behavior but if you understand where it's coming from we all have that capacity to show compassion and love absolutely well listen we're about out of time our hour goes by so fast here on relationship radio every week i do really quick at the end want to again thank our sponsor now cfo and encourage any of our listeners that have a business doesn't matter how big or how small If you need some accounting help, they can come in and they're affordable and they will take such good care of you. We couldn't recommend them more highly since they work with us too. Yeah, they're wonderful. And so if you found today's show valuable, we hope that it's given something. You've got a, a golden nugget that you can take away and invest into your relationships. Thank you so much for joining us here on Relationship Radio and we'll see you and talk to you guys again next week. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but we'll join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.